All right, James, uh, we just had Ryan Durrani on, um, the agency can slash consultant God. Um, what'd you slash think? Owner. Yeah. Slash niche site owner <laughs> slashed LinkedIn guru. Oh, Great yes, episode yes. for the, yeah. People who want to focus on LinkedIn, um, under like, what is it? Under untapped, unmonetized gem of yeah. a, yeah. B2B if you're not <clears throat> doing LinkedIn, man, go to LinkedIn. It, uh, we actually dive into. A lot of that was Ryan with what he's doing, his strategies, his dirty strategies shared with Jackie as well. So that's that was awesome. And then uh, covering a lot of over-optimization content stuff, his agency life, or not agency life, sorry, his freelancing life as an SEO guy with his clients there and then essentially balancing that with, with the niche sites that he's got. So it was a jam-packed episode full of all sorts of stuff. And I'm sure you and Ryan are going to combine agencies now after this. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to speak too early where, uh, he, he's, he's killing it too much. He might, might, uh, need a bit more. You're, you're drag him down. Yeah. I'm going to drag him down <laughs> with my dirty tactics. No, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's a good episode guys. Give it a listen. Um, if you guys are on YouTube right now, this is like, we're, we're doing the recap after the call with Ryan, but you guys are listening to this, you know, in the past, just go down like the YouTube video, man. And maybe comment yeah. if, if you guys have time, you know, I'm not going to force you this time. Just if you have time, please comment, like, and that's it, man. What's good, everyone. It's Jackie Chow. And this is James DeLacy. And you're listening to This Week in Digital Marketing. All right. What's up, guys? Um, so welcome to This Week in Digital Marketing. Uh, I'm Jackie Chow. My co-host is James DeLacy, and uh, we have a special guest on today. His name's uh, Ryan DeRani. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, why don't you give the audience a quick introduction? Yeah, sure. Firstly, you nailed it. That's how you say it. Uh, Let's go. Very often Dude. people get it right, but you did. Um, yeah, very short introduction. I have worn all the hats in SEO that you can imagine. I'm ex-in-house, ex-agency. And now run an SEO consultancy and have done for the last three years. Um, for all of my sins, I pretty much operate in all of the toughest niches you can imagine for SEO. And I've been doing it for nearly a decade altogether. Um, freelance business is going well and I have my own kind of content slash affiliate sites on the side. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think we'll dive a bit deeper into what, what, um, what you're currently working on, but I think the agenda for today is, uh, you know, generally what we do is we talk about what James and I have been working on and then we ask you and then we'll probably go a bit into your background mm -hmm. and then probably dive into our sponsor. Got to pay the bills. You know how it is. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I think we have a couple of topics to cover. I think it was something like freelance versus building your own business, like your thoughts on that. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the other thing was uh, content creation and over optimization and things. I know, I know, Ryan, you're, you're tweeting about that fairly often. And I know we've also talked about it as well. So it'd be good to kind of dive in on that topic. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Perfect. Yeah, James, what are you working on this week? So I acquired, I acquired that. I think I, I, think I mentioned it in the last podcast. I acquired it, I guess, officially uh, this week. It's uh very small site that I'm looking to build out and be my, I actually talked to you, Ryan, about it not too long ago. Mm -hmm. um, but man, how long does it take for a body domain to transfer? I've never, I've never waited this long. It's been at least five days pending transfer. Have you ever which, gone through that? Who's it yeah, from? which register is it? Yeah. So it was from host Papa and it's just coming to my name cheap. The EPP transfer code was in all good. Usually it's like almost instant or someone can clear it. I've talked to mm -hmm. both registers and they're both like, Namecheap's like, yeah, it's normal. It takes five to seven days. And the other one's like, oh, we can't do anything. It's now in Namecheap's hands. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? It's literally trans like, it's been five. What day is it today? When? Twelve. It's been like five days. Yeah, it's been five days. Just pending transfer. So that's a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> and I've and I've been I've pretty much re I spent uh, the weekend redoing the whole site. So I put my email opt-in on the homepage for my main site on that site. And then I also put my main product uh, from my main site on the homepage. It basically said, hey, we're partnered with blah, blah, blah. Um, this is what they have. I'm, I'm pretty much just going down that road. And, and then the same thing. So 
interestingly, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with like the reviews because I was like, okay, I have, I have say best, uh, let's just say your groovy lights in the background, best groovy light. And I have my, whatever it is. And then on the new site, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do that, it's going to look exactly the same. But I was actually on a, I did a niche website on his podcast yesterday with Sean Hill. And he was showing me, so he works as an SEO strategist for Forbes. And he was showing me some of the stuff that some of these other sites were doing, basically sites that own multiple sites in the same niche. And he showed me all their review pages on the first page for like best moving, whatever, <laughs> exactly the same design, exactly the same companies, exactly the same layout, everything. And I was like, okay, so I know I can do that. So I'm going to go down exactly the same road and just literally take different pictures, different logo on the pictures, but and just rewrite the review. So it's original content. Mm. So that's the plan with that. And then I've just been cranking the Twitter and socials and the YouTube. So I've been doing two tweets a day and a short video every day. And I've, I think I've done, might've been over a week of it now. So I'm still cranking. And then nice. I do one, uh, I'll have, have the usual podcast that goes up and then another long form informational video. One just went up a couple of hours ago. Um, so I'm You're a machine. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Nice Dude, one. It's man. just like, it's non, it's nonstop right now, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's starting to move. And then obviously just writing content every now and then when I can and publishing stuff. But those are, those are the main things I've been, I've been cranking. That's really good to hear, man. I think, uh, this might be your busiest week yet. It sounds like. Dude, since we I started, just, speaking. I just decided like, yeah, 2023, I'll just make myself more busy with a baby on the way. It sounds, sounds like a smart idea. Yeah, man. <laughs> Not now when, right? Um, yeah, that sounds great. That's crazy. Um, what about you, Ryan? Um, this week's been pretty much all about LinkedIn for me. Like, um, nice. I was big on LinkedIn last year, trying to kind of grow my personal brand. And I got to the point with clients that I didn't really need to go into LinkedIn anymore. So I kind of scaled way back. Mm. Um, but similar to what James has been doing, like I've been attacking like post frequency engagement, mm. different post types, scheduling, you know, everything. Um, and it's been really effective. Like I've done quarter of a million views this week on LinkedIn, which is Damn. unheard of for me for compared to last year. Um, in the day to day stuff, I have been working on a crypto site auditing their content. They had some pretty uh significant traffic losses which i'm digging into um from like five of their core money pages so i'm, I'm looking into that and i've got a sh can we curse on here or no yeah no fuck yeah we've got Let's a go. shit ton of content to get through on my gaming site i've just like let stack up from christmas and new year that i have to review and i have to get onto the the site asap so i'm a bit behind right now i'm not as i'm not as efficient as you james like <laughs> don't push it back until i have to do it I'm not that efficient, man. I'm, I'm the, I'm the chronic dash affiliate dashboard checker at the same time with, uh, <laughs> analytics. So, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, dude, I, Ryan, I'm checking your, uh, LinkedIn. You're popping the fuck off, man. You should just focus on this. His last post has like 800 likes. I don't even know how many views that is. I'm pretty sure it's like a couple hundred K, right? Is that like, yeah, yeah. It is. dude, how do you do that? I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> do you know what? It's, it's not as hard as you think. Um, so I'll give you like the hard and fast rules, right? If you post every single day at a scheduled time, say it's 1 PM before you post, you go on like an, a 30 minute spree of engagement, leaving comments, providing value, yada, yada. Um, so at that point you're already kind of in the algorithms, uh, I guess cogs. Um, and then when you fire off your post, if you can get some kind of reciprocal engagement in the first kind of 30 minutes, it will accelerate and you'll it will take off through the roof. Um, Interesting. And it's really that easy. <laughs> Can you game that like reciprocal engagement? Does that mean people have to find it organically in the, um, like the, their, like their algo page on the homepage or can, can you like link to someone and be like, yo, like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there are, um, there is like automation tools that people have used, but it's, they're very sketchy and people are getting banned. Really? Um, like Lempods. I don't know if you've heard of Lempod before. Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I love so... sketchy. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want like it quick all. and easy automation, Lempod is probably your go-to. Um, but yeah, like if you can get into a good community of people, like maybe 10, 15 other big creators, 
as soon as you post, share it with them. Look, guys, I love your, your thoughts on this. They go and comment. They've got big reach. It all accelerates everything. So you can game it to a degree. Yeah, let's game this, man. Network. Yo, what the heck? Do you have like a group chat? Let's go. I, I want it. <laughs> for, real, for, for the Indexy podcast, man. Get the Indexy yeah. podcast. Uh, Listen, listen come on in, guys. I've got the hookup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that sounds great. Um, Actually, I, I want to talk a bit more about this maybe uh, after. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, this LinkedIn thing is very interesting because uh, a lot of people actually uh, reuse content from Twitter onto LinkedIn, but you can't do it one to one, can you? It, it, it doesn't work as well. I've not found it to be effective. Um, there are tools that can take like Twitter threads and turn them into LinkedIn carousels. They do pretty well. Um, but they look pretty gnarly. Providing... Though, don't they? What is that? They look pretty like gnarly. They don't look very good. They're a bit average. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they seem to only really work well if you're like a decently engaged creator already. Um, mm. But yeah, like for like, I've tried it. I've tried putting LinkedIn on Twitter and vice versa, and nine times out of ten, they don't work. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Side side question because uh, we went through intros, but um, where are you based? I am in England. Okay. So I'm about 45 minutes north of London. Nice. It's pretty close yeah. to Jamie, I think. I think Jamie's also in North London. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh -huh. All right, yeah. I think uh, we'll, we'll go into a bit more back, big more of your background, I think. Uh, but yeah, I think for me this week, I have been... So we just engaged with uh, a clips creator for um, our podcast. So if you guys are listening right now, go to our YouTube just to follow along our strategy. You know how to, you know how it is. We got to plug the YouTube because that's where most of our views are coming from. But for the 100 listeners on Spotify, Apple podcasts, yo, just go, go on our latest podcast <laughs> and just go like it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be engaging in a clips creator based out of, I think, Florida, a couple of, uh, young bloods. I'm, I respect their hustle. Um, I reached out to them and gave us a pitch and I signed right then and there. So I'm pretty hyped to get, get started there. Nice. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and what else I've been testing paid ads for the newsletter subs, mm. very expensive so far. Um, been AB <laughs> testing a ton of landing pages, but, uh, yeah, what I'm seeing right now is I'm spending about $3 50 Canadian on Twitter per email sign up. But funny enough, it doesn't translate on Facebook and Instagram, et cetera. Uh, so on Facebook and Instagram, maybe I need more data, but I'm spending like $13 Canadian per lead Oof. on Facebook, Instagram. I would expect like it would be way lower, right? It's all, yeah. um, but yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see how, like where the equilibrium goes. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, what else? Um, Any new sites you've acquired? <laughs> No, actually. So, um, oh wow, we I haven't been acquiring at all. No, Jackie's selling. He's a new yeah. site winter. Oh. Yeah, new okay. site winter. Oh yeah, I did. I did sell um one of my pizza niche sites to mm. uh, like. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I um, saw that actually. Yeah, yeah, that was a decent sale. Um, I didn't. I didn't make too much money off of it. I was happy to get out like just a bit in the green. So, um, happy with that. <clears throat> uh, what else? Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, so we're we just launched our new agency. So I rolled um like an agency out of Indexy and I'm about to revamp Indexy to be like more of like a content like mm -hmm. digital marketing site instead of like an SEO agency. Um and that's been going well actually. We've had I think over 15 calls booked so far with uh, wow. the new salesperson. So I think that's, uh, maybe we can touch on that later on like how to get clients for the agency side. Cause, uh, I've been digging into it. It's very, very different from what I'm used to. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to Ryan. Nice. So you, you are primarily like client side SEO, right? Yeah. Primarily right now client side. And how long have you been doing that now? So in this, uh, kind of medium for the last three years. Um, nice. prior to and that, I guess the agency would, I guess it's client side. So like altogether, yeah. probably six, seven years. Yeah. And are you, do you, uh, how do you brand yourself? Are you like a one man team or are you like an agency or is it like, I don't know, how, how does it, how do you sell yourself? Yeah. It's very much like integrated SEO consultant, um, route into teams. So I primarily okay. work with businesses that have like 
teams built in their companies and they just need guidance and, and advisory uh, roles rather than like a, a full service done for you agency model. Hmm. Um, why, why did you, is there like a reason why you went after that instead of, you know, like the retainer basis or is it just easier? Um, I think to be honest, like if I'm, if I'm super honest about this, the working at an agency scarred me and I didn't want to rebuild that model. (laughs) Same man, dude. Um, yeah. And like aged. Yeah. Right. It's the, the, the gray hairs on the beard are real. Um, stress is real. Um, I think at the agency, I was spinning so many plates. I was working with so many different clients and different levels of clients that I didn't want to replicate that for myself. So I stick with the consultancy route because I can be picky about who I work with and nine times out of 10, they have the resources to execute and I just provide the strategy. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Interesting. I think, um, money on the agency side is definitely better, right? Like retainer, um, basis. Um, that's why, that's why I personally go for it. And then I just typically just delegate, but I think, um, your way is definitely a lot less headache because right. I have to delegate like account management. Otherwise I'll die. Like I I can't handle (laughs) clients, client calls at all. Um, but yeah, that's a interesting way of, uh, how do I say, um, angling it or positioning yourself in the industry. Um, and what, what kind of, what's like your client profile? Is it like UK based companies, 500 plus employees, or what is it? Do you have like a specialty? So my specialty is, uh, finance banking. Um, that's kind of my history from the agency, but in terms of the money, client, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Bigger budgets, uh, yeah. you know, lots of people to execute funding is big. Um, but from a client base, 90% of my, my clients are US, Canada, and Australia. So I don't typically work with UK businesses. That's like a bit uh, counterintuitive considering like <laughs> what a developed uh, financial like industry they have there. Um, okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> h- how have you been uh, getting your clients nowadays? So for the last 24 months um, straight, it's been LinkedIn. I've done no outbound marketing. I've done no sales pitching. I've it's purely inbound for the first year of business. I was back to back sales calls five times a day for say like the entire year. And obviously there's going to be time wasters in that, but there's going to be a lot of good businesses that you can build your pipeline with, which is what I did. So that has been my sole method of leads with maybe a very small portion of that being referral business. Interesting. And, uh, what, what, what does your typical contract look like? Is it like a six month engagement? Is it just, I don't know how uh, consultants work actually. Um, because I've always gone for the retainer. So like, how long do you keep a client for usually? Is it, I, I guess it's a project basis, right? Like you have like, uh, what you're looking to get done and then you do it and then that's it or. Is it ongoing? It, it starts off like that. So it starts off with like a particular problem that a company might have. And I normally say, look, allow for 90 days, you know, we'll, 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 mm-hmm. we'll, we'll hash this out in 90 days and then we can walk away from this happy at the end of the 90 days. But I have been really lucky in the sense that all of these projects have turned into long-term retain retainers. So all of my clients have been with me over a year and I, I like that because I know the business inside and out. They know me, they trust me. There's less red tape to jump through. There's less business cases to put forward. It's a much more efficient way of working rather than at least for me, churning every three months, finding a new client, relearning their business, uh, mm, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But how does your yeah. day-to-day look then? Cause obviously you got a shit ton of clients and you can't write all the content, build the links, all that kind of stuff. So you'd have a whole lot of staff or, or contractors. So I went, I tried that. I tried having contractors to deliver some of my tasks and it didn't work out well. I'm sure Jackie has been through this. Like the hiring process is hard Um, and finding people to trust is difficult. Um, So a lot of, again, luckily, a lot of the businesses I work with have teams in place. So a lot Mm. of my day-to-day stuff is (laughs) a lot of calls, a lot of strategy work, a lot of research development, 
a lot of data-driven tasks to provide the teams with the insights to then go and execute. So thankfully, I haven't got a shit ton of contractors to manage and, and you know, pay and pay attention to. Yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed, I, I don't know how, if, if you fall, like see uh, problems like this, but um, one thing I've noticed when working with clients is you have to navigate like internal bureaucracies to get mm -hmm. stuff done. Um, mm -hmm. That's the thing I hate the most, actually. It's not the client calls. It's when you give a suggestion and things don't get implemented. What do you do when that happens? Like, how do you, you know, because there's so many stakeholders in a company in like, especially a larger one and yeah. let alone like the fortune 500s, which we've like worked with. And it's like, hell, it's, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Nothing ever gets done. It's like you, it's a 12 month contract and you've delivered everything you can. And it's just like sat on their side for implementation. Yeah. What do you do yeah, when yeah. that happens? That's, that's so accurate. Um, so a lot of the time I, you know, I'm very upfront and candid with the people I work with. So they hired me for a particular reason. And if they become the roadblock, if they become the reason why things aren't being done and, and growth isn't being seen, then I am very upfront about that. I'm clear about that. Um, but I will try my hardest and, until we get to that point to either forecast return on investment to provide the data to support my business decisions. Um, a lot of the time I found, which is unusual, is that the middle kind of middle management, senior management level is where the blockers come. Cause then you go above that yeah. to the CEO and they're like, get the shit done now. Like what's the hold up? Yeah. I, I don't know if you found the same thing. Like when you go to that no, kind absolutely. of CEO. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think it's most of the time it's like middle management. They don't want to, they just want to do enough to yeah. not get fired. <laughs> but also like not do too much, you know, I think it's just there, there, it's just like a job for them. And for us, it's like, I don't know about you, but it's like my passion. Like I love yeah. seeing graphs go up even for mm -hmm. clients. And when the whole, like when the blocker is the client is like, wow. Uh, like I don't even want this like client anymore. It's, it's just like, if, if it holds up, if the holdup is way too long, it's just, it's, it doesn't matter how much money you can throw at me. Well, that's not true. Pay me 40 K a month and I'll, I'll sit there all day, bro. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. That's why, um, in the beginning, when we first launched the agency, we had, we got up to a crazy MRR and man, I, I just, I said, fuck it, but it seems like I'm back. So we'll see. Did you, uh, have you ever fired any clients, got rid of them because they were just a pain or they didn't do what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, most of them are on the smaller scale though. Uh, I would say, yeah, like two to 5k a month range. Um, those I fire like without a problem, but it's the larger ones that most of the time have to hold up because the smaller ones, they'll just be like, Hey, take the login. You guys can do anything you want, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. but I think there's like the micromanagers that, um, that we have to fire, but yeah. like the larger ones, it's kind of like, well, if you guys want to pay me 20 K a month to sit there, I'll, I'll, I'll sit wherever you want, man. I'll, you know, like, <laughs> so, um, that's, that's pretty much it. And, uh, speaking of like, just sitting where we want based off of money, uh, let's talk about today's sponsor, Ryan, tell me, tell me which SEO tool you use. It's, it's, it's Ahrefs, right? Or is it Ahrefs? Of course. Yeah. No, but like, actually, <laughs> seriously, do you actually use Ahrefs? Yeah. Yeah. Ahrefs through and through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I, James and That's I have been smooth. using Ahrefs for, smooth. for, I think years, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they're, they're the sponsor for this week. Uh, I've been, I, it's the only tool I use just about every day, but besides SE ranking, which is actually the competitor, I should probably not mention them, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, Ahrefs number one SEO tool in the market, get on it. Don't settle for number two, which is probably SEM rush. Um, and yeah, I think for me. I use personally Ahrefs to do like competitor research. I steal a ton of keywords from competitors that mm -hmm. way. Um, when clients tell me to do keyword research, honestly, I just do competitor research on Ahrefs. I don't really. That's what I do now through. too. For, that's what yeah, like, what's the side. point, right? They, they've already done the keyword research for you. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, I think that's it for the segment on the Ahrefs sponsorships this week. Um, James, any notes from you before uh, we leave our, yeah. Man, I just do the same thing as you. It's what, exactly what I did with the uh, new site I acquired. I literally just put in all the competitors that I knew and then just took out all the keywords that I wanted. And that's pretty much as, as far as I go now with my keyword research. <laughs>
Simple yeah, I've been trying to get someone. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm try, trying to integrate it a bit more. I think uh, I've, I've had some messages that we're selling our soul with uh, the sponsorships, but you know how it is, man. Got to pay the bills. You're if you're using the damn thing. That's true. That's true. I think true. this one's a lot. Atrust is an easy sponsor. <clears throat> it's an easy sponsor. Uh, NordVPN, which I actually use so every day, was a bit tougher, but it's not like, like, I'm not a power user of NordVPN. You know, I cheat. Yeah. I, I like maybe log on if I want to switch my IP, but Ahrefs yeah. is something I use every day. Well, um, as, so a, that was easy. as a three-year NordVPN subscriber, man, that's, <laughs> yeah, man, that's, you know, that's yeah. pretty credible in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm on year All two, right. so I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Ryan. Um, I think one of the, another topic we wanted to go over is, um, why freelance or well, why, why consulting over like building your own assets? Um, because I think the counter argument to the agency or like consulting side I hear, I, or I, I get a bit of slack for is that like, um, you, you sell what you can't practice or whatever. But I'm right there with you, bro. I don't even care. I, you know, I, I like it personally for the cash flow and the mm -hmm. consistency of revenue every month. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I'm not at the, what is it, at the whim of Google for like Google updates. You, you've seen like I, I, my main site was just hit the other day. We're down like 20 something percent. Not, not like devastating, but um, you know, that's, that hits your mental. Whereas yeah. like the client revenue still comes in, clients aren't hit for some reason. It's just weird. Um, <laughs> but my, yeah, my personal sites get hit. Yeah. So why, why, why consulting over personal assets of like, you know, niche sites, et cetera. I think I lean into what I'm good at, which is, and what I'm used to. So I'm used to dealing with clients. I'm used to building strategies. I'm used to kind of doing it for other people and seeing them win that gives me a huge amount of satisfaction. Um, over the last, you know, I would say six months that has shifted. My mentality has shifted slightly in the sense of, I enjoy working with clients, but can I see myself doing it forever without being, you know, old before my time? No, because I will reach that stage. And it would be important to have something that I could, you know, kind of substitute the cash flow for. So if I wanted to, calm down with clients and I've got my assets to do that. So initially it was very much like you, you know, cash flow was priority for me because I'd left my job. I had no substitute income. I had nothing on the side. It was very much cut one off and then I had nothing to, to go on. And now that I do have money and I can invest and I can build these things out, it's allowed me to have that mentality shift and being around the right people uh, helps you see that as well. You've had, I know you've got, I won't share the niche unless you want to, but I know you've got one site and I know you've been public about your apparel brand too. On so you've mm -hmm. kind of dabbled in a few different things. What, if, what else have you got going on? Yeah. So I've got the, um, I've got an airsoft site, which, yeah. um, is actually doing, I haven't, you know, I haven't touched that thing for maybe three months and it's growing pretty much month on month. We had a little dip around the uh, September, October time I went in fixed up some over optimization, fixed some on page stuff and it shot right back up. Um, I have the clothing line. So we, uh, I have a kind of a support in econ brand for the airsoft site, which does really well. We sold out our first launch and we'll probably sell out the second. And I have also acquired a gaming site. So, uh, I put a tweet out not too long ago, you know, looking to spend X, Y, and Z has anybody got any sites? And I picked up a really solid domain from another publisher. And I've just been heavy on that, really heavy on that. Nice, nice. nice. Um, what is your, sorry, I don't know if this is relevant to freelance versus or consulting versus building, but um, what does your funnel look like for your, your consulting side? So it come, they come in from LinkedIn, you book mm -hmm. a call with them. And is it just like closed then and there? Is there any like nurturing needed? Um, and do, do you use any CRM or I, I don't know like what scale you're at? personally for your bookings, but do you have like a CRM in place or is it just spreadsheets? Cause I, I've read somewhere you can get up to like 10 million a, a year with spreadsheets. Like you don't need a CRM, you know, like HubSpot's for those 500 plus companies that like people like you and me don't really need a large uh, CRM like system. Yeah. I, I mean, my funnel is really simple. Um, it's very much like you said. So my LinkedIn brings in the calls. Uh, I 
go on a call with for I kind of offer like a three uh, a free thirty minute consultation. Mm-hmm. We run through whatever you know the client wants to discuss, and we kind of follow up. The recap of that is just simply an email. Like I don't do proposals, I don't do lengthy pitch decks or sales pitches. You know because mm-hmm. everything is inbound. I I've kind of jumped that that layer that level. So mm-hmm. I kind of if I put it that way. Um, so it's very easy for me to sell at that point because it's based on whether or not they like me. They've already figured out they want to work with me for SEO, but it's at that point whether or not our personalities align. Um, and in terms of CRM, it's again very simple. I have like a Zapier linked up to a Google Sheet, and that's pretty much it. That's all you need, man. That's all you yeah. need. Um, <laughs> nice. And you know, to talk a bit more about LinkedIn, because I'm personally interested about that. Um, I was able to build up like tweets from being a thread boy, but I can't replicate that. What's what's the thread boy equivalent on LinkedIn? I I, I want to sell my soul. I'm ready to do what it takes. <laughs> LinkedIn is cringe as fuck, but dude, I'm here, man. Tell me what I need auto, to do. Auto DM campaign soon on Twitter, man. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, what what? Yeah, exactly. What is the comment DM below, and I'll like you know, like message DM you what I'm working on type of thing. What is the equivalent of that? Like, I want to feel dirty after doing this. What, what is that equ- equivalent on LinkedIn? Okay. So there is a tool that I'm using at the minute, which has a auto plug function and an auto responder function. Nice. So I love that. <laughs> so, and it, I, I started to test it last week and it was crazy how effective it was. Like, so say I've got a LinkedIn post. What was that? What's the tool? Um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I think it's called tap taplio taplio. Yeah. yeah. All right. Taplio. If you're listening, <laughs> sponsorships open up in, uh, April. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. Okay. Taplio. Interesting. Yeah, taplio. Interesting. Um, so in Taplio, oh, I, heard I, I heard it's kind of like, it's like LinkedIn's equivalent of uh tweet hunter pro. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I'll do is I'll schedule out posts for the week and. Um, I, I lean heavy into like hooks and getting people to engage with the post within the first couple of sentences. And as soon as I get to a certain level, I will set an auto plug three hours later and say like, thank you for liking the post. If you want to see more e-commerce SEO tips, subscribe to my newsletter and it will do it on auto for me. And then if somebody replies to my post, it will auto DM and say, you know, thank you for leaving your comment. It was really valuable to me. Is there anything else that you'd like to see or is there anything I can help with? And that's okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. That's your okay. newsletter subs, Jackie, man. That's how you can grow your newsletter without paying 13 bucks a lead. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's uh the thing is paying is much lower effort, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like time to, what is it? Time spent on writing these LinkedIn posts. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan, the one I'm looking at with 800 likes, it's, it's long, man. Like that's, that's not easy. Um, I wonder if, okay. So <laughs> hear me out here. So on tweet Hunter, you can see which tweets popped off in our industry, uh-huh. like SEO, et cetera, et cetera. What if I use, for example, chat GBT to rewrite that shit, combine it with a couple other tweets and just throw it on LinkedIn. Do you I, think I I'll, like chat bit GPT was going to come into that conversation? I, just, I was, was just like, sitting there, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is going chat GPT. It's coming right now. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah, no. Um, Here it is. What do, you, what, do you think that'll work? Or like, um, I, I understand the hook aspect of it. It's just, what what is your hook for engagement? Because like, typically, um, you know, DM, if you want me to DM you, whatever we're working on is like a comment and uh, bait, comment mm-hmm. bait on tweet, Twitter. But like, what's the equivalent on LinkedIn? Because it, do, it doesn't work, right? You can't be like, yo, comment below. Like, I don't think that people really comment on LinkedIn. No, you, you, if you force engagement, it will slow down the uh, exposure of that post. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the bait is a lot of the posts I put out where I'm sharing case studies, but not giving away all of the, all of the source. It's enough sauce. to, <laughs> it's enough to like drive that uh, curiosity, you know, okay, cool. You've given me five things. What is the sixth thing that you're not telling me in this LinkedIn post? I want to know. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm not like, what, what, what's what, what's the sixth thing like do you do you just like leave it somewhere where, where do you leave it you know yeah I, mean? I leave it out i leave so i will purposely leave something out so i will say like here's the free source for e-commerce seo here are five things um i'll only share as much as i can publicly but if you want to know the nitty-gritty details dm me and i'll, and I'll talk it through with you Dude, that is, and that that's when i'll go bad. into like different levels yeah i'm into it badass. i'm into it <laughs> all right all right all right sounds good sounds good i think probably the audience is already um sick of me sick of me <laughs> asking so many questions about linkedin they probably don't care they probably find it cringe i i thought linkedin was cringe until i saw your results honestly um but okay okay so if you guys like like hearing more about like linkedin growth hacks maybe we can have ryan on again um find him on linkedin to follow along his like yeah. uh what is it his <clears throat> tactics and all that ryan durani d-a-r-a-n-i um yeah get on that guys uh all right you have to move on otherwise uh we'll never talk <laughs> yeah, about i want to touch SEO on that stuff. on that over you mentioned about the over optimization you fixed on your site when it got um <clears throat> pinged well mm-hmm. what, what do you mean by that so like i was in the habit and this was something that uh, i i just kind of i kind of just fell into i didn't bother to re-change my thinking or relearn things so I was building sites in a very similar way. Like I was using either phrase match or exact match in my headers. I was building them in like a, a kind of a question answer logical structure, which for 95% of websites will probably work pretty effectively, but it works until it doesn't. And when you get slapped for over optimization and you're kind of like scratching your head, like what the fuck is happening? Like links look good. Design is good. Speed's good. Content's good. Like what is the problem? I started to, and this is not um, something I, you know, I, I ask, I have people that I ask for shit all of the time. Um, a friend of mine, Marie, um, another great SEO, she was like, look, try taking the keywords out of your headings and use just real logical structures to your your page. And I did it on all of my pages. Everything that dropped in traffic, I, I stripped the, uh, the keyword out of the headers where I see fit and I kept it supernatural and Internal links, I, I dialed them back. Backlinks, I don't ever do exact match anyway, but internal links, I dialed them back. Headers, I dialed them right back. Um, I didn't touch on page content that much. Like the density levels were fine, in my opinion. Um, but headers and internal links will, will mess you up if you've already got uh, exact match anchors from backlinks and stuff like that. Do you have an example of, of like, for example, of the headings that you would strip and what you would change them to? Yeah, so like if it's a health site and it's uh, a page on diabetes, uh, symptoms of diabetes, right? Mm. Typically, they will go down like uh, you can do like uh, exercise and diabetes or uh, fatigue and diabetes or whatever. So in instances like that, where you might keep referring to the topic because you're asking a question. So, you know, what are the symptoms of diabetes? Will I feel tired if I've got diabetes? What are the early symptoms of diabetes? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You would strip out the phrase uh, diabetes. So you just go early symptoms. Um, I oh, feel tired. It. You know what I mean? Like my mood's dropped. I'm, I'm less hungry. What do mm. these things mean? When should I see a doctor? How do I manage it? When do I test for it? Um, instead of continuously referencing the topic, which people already know why they're on the page for, build it in a very logical way that they're, they're kind of absorbing information as if it was a journey as they were learning on the page. Mm. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And on the topic of, uh, what is it? The internal linking personally, mm. I found I could be wrong here. Um, because I, I, I get slapped with algorithms all the time. Cause I utilize you know, <laughs> the, 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 the gnarliest, the nastiest, the dirtiest shortcuts <laughs> that is known to like the industry. But I, I personally didn't see any like internal linking, what is it, exact match anchor penalties if it's internal, uh, what is like internal linking, but ex- external, obviously, um, like, for example, if I'm trying to rank a page for a best VPN, I'm not going to pound it with like a hundred exact match anchor text. But um, I found that in- internally, it's okay, for example, to refer to the best VPN page with the anchor VPN. Did you, are you seeing something different or am I like... This is why I keep getting smashed by the algos. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. Um, <laughs> I like how you're like, I just used the dirtiest, nastiest <laughs> stuff. Like, I love that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, a lot of the, the niches I work in there, they're YMYL. So I have to be careful about everything I do anywhere, 
anyway. Um, <clears throat> so it's not that I don't use exact match in my internal links, but I dial them way back. So okay. as a, like, this is a completely made up number, but let's just say I've gone from 8% exact match anchors down to 3%. And to substitute that or supplement that, I use things like completely natural sentences that are semantically related, but they're not a an exact reference of that keyword. Mm. Got it. Got it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I guess with like, I only do like, I only utilize dirtier or like iffy tactics with my own sites. It's never yeah. usually clients, but that's probably why they never get hit. Interesting. I should probably chill on that. Um, okay. I yeah, like how you're answering it. your own problems live. Yeah. <laughs> and making yeah. sure that, Self -realization. that your clients that your clients yeah. don't hear what you're saying. No, <laughs> yeah, no, just clarifying that you know, just for your sites. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and um, what do you, so typically when you execute for clients, um, you give them the briefs or the uh, like things to do, and but you never do the execution, right? It's not something you do. So like, what, what if they don't have, what happens if they don't have, you know, content production in-house or they're not able to get it and like what do, you, what do you do when you the the writer is like hey i write for people and not search engines because <laughs> i get that way too much and well someone like god perfectly. give me strength yeah <laughs> that was like a perfect imitation like that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah um, dude yeah you've seen you see my scars man i hear you i hear you man yeah. um yeah that is a common thing and like when I, if so, two, there's two parts of that question. If somebody, if a company doesn't have the resources internally to execute, then I will find the resources. I've got a pretty solid network and I'll tap into it if I need to. Um, but that will be an extension of the budget that they're already paying me. So right. I am kind of solving their problem for the interim. Um, or in some cases, like I've actually introduced writers to companies and they've taken them on full time. And I've just been the middleman. It solves my problem. It solves their problem. I'm happy. Um, no headhunter fee. You're just uh, just an happy. email intro. You're yeah. just happy. Yep. It's a missed opportunity right there. That, that, that's not style. Like, yeah. Jackie's style. <laughs> Jackie's style is it's much more. Different. It's much different. <laughs> Jackie's like, what's the base rate? I'll take five percent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll take a I'll take a ten percent take on uh, the next ten years. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> <laughs> and then whoever replaces this person, I'm taking 10% of that too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lifetime return commissions. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. Okay. And okay. then if you do run into that kind of, um, we write for users, um, I have like a library of video training, SOPs, workflows that counters that argument. And I, I, I lean very heavily upfront into the briefing process so that when the writers get hold of the, the document, I'm like, write freely, you know, write, be your creative self and do what you do best. <clears throat> but you've got all of these kind of prompts that you need to pay attention to and that you need to answer, or I'm going to send it right. back. So you might as well do it first. <laughs> right. Savage. So you're like, yeah, write freely, but here are a hundred point checklist that you have to go yeah. through. And if you don't go through it, <laughs> it's getting rejected. It, it's coming back. <laughs> so what goes okay. into their content briefs then? That yeah, makes true. it so detailed. So the content briefs are really detailed. So I will, depending on who the, who the, who the client is. So the brief will typically have a full header outline, a full header structure. Um, it will have all of your usual stuff like workouts, what to link out to, you know, where to reference data from that kind of stuff. But then again, to make this even easier for the writer is that I will group their keywords under headers and say like, use these words underneath this header. So they know mm. at each section what they need to write about. <clears throat> and I'll even go as far as saying like the purpose of this section is to answer this specific question. Um, and I'll even give them instructions. I keep it succinct, answer within 50, 75 words. We're trying to capture a feature snippet here. Like it takes right. like a good 30 minutes to produce a brief. Yeah, that sounds intense as as well. But then <clears> I don't <throat> edit when I get it back. Do, 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 you, do you think that that's more applicable for niches like the YMYL and maybe other lower competitive niches don't need such a 
like you don't need to put all the keywords under all the headings for the writers and they can kind of write more freely in those niches versus something that's more competitive like that? I think it really does depend. Like I, I am anti like edit, you know, I want to be able mm. to get that job done right the first time. So even for like the gaming site and well, I mean, I did a lot of the airsoft site myself, but when I did outsource it, I went into that level of detail, but it's easy because I know the industry. Mm. So it won't take me long to group those keywords up. And the product I get back is, I would say 99% of the time, a lot better than if I hadn't done it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's wild though. 30 minutes for a content brief, bro. You're just, you're pretty much writing it for the, for the person. Um, that, that is insanity to me. Um, you, you are a great, yeah, you are a great asset to any company. That's for sure. Jackie um, just used I, to cat GPT and then, yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> the whole time I'm like, there has to be an easier yeah. way to this. Like, Automation. All day. Day. So, what the fuck? Um, yeah, okay. phrase. Phrase was yeah. the Dude, another, another potential sponsor for sure. We can't just plug these, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Blank that bit out. Get the, this is the yeah, blank. Yeah. It, it rhymes yeah. with haze. Use that. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, that's, I think that's good for if you're working with, uh, your, your clients internal yeah. teams for sure. Cause then there's no like back and forth and that's, that's pretty much wasting everyone's time. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. Okay. Okay. And. Yeah, so you don't take any shortcuts. You write them by hand every single time, every single piece of content. I mean, I will leverage tools to speed up the outline process. Okay. Um, but like grouping the keywords, but it's very easy to teach that because it's very, mm. it's like, it's, it's based on common sense. Like if, if a header is, when do I get treated for diabetes? And there's words about like doctors, healthcare provider, concerns like these kind of terms you like group them together it makes sense um and yeah you can you can train that super easy so you can train in-house staff to do that i might do the first batch and then we might have a meeting about how i did it i'll give them a walkthrough they take over if it's bad i'll step in but nine times out of ten people get this right first time because it's it's very simple nice yeah. nice no that's <laughs> um uh... i'm just gonna derail it a little bit jackie but with, the, with your game yeah. inside that you acquired is that more tech side of gaming or is that like actual, like based on an actual game? Yeah. So we, it's based on the game. So we don't do any like the technical stuff mm. at the minute. It's just very simple walkthroughs. Um, uh, it's kind of like in the vein of diamond lobby. Got it. So, got it. Jordan. so you're copying diamond lobby. That's wild, man. Yeah. Just calling I'm basically it out. Jack okay. and this whole thing with chat <laughs> GPT. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, do, what, do, do you play the game? Do you have knowledge? Absolutely not. No. Okay. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. I have the writer who does it. Gotcha. But why gaming? Is it just like the good, a good opportunity? Do you game yourself? Anytime I see lights like that, I just assume you game. Um, <laughs> like anything RGB, immediate yeah. gamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I used to game, but I don't anymore because I don't have any time. But gaming for me seemed like a smart choice because it's a never ending cycle of content. Like mm. I'm never going to run out of topics to, to, to dive into. And I'm very, again, I'm very lucky. The guy who writes for the site, we have guides up and, you know, maybe a couple of three guides up, four guides up the day the game releases. So we're like one of the first we publish, we get it out screenshots in video walkthroughs, nice. the whole lot is done. Oh, nice. so this so guy's actually playing, yeah. your writer is playing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But on on the day much. it releases. Yeah. Midnight. So he's he's clocking it on the day. Yep. Well, he's underpaid. It doesn't matter what you're paying him. He's underpaid. <laughs> I'm um, not even going to tell you what I'm paying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I yeah. He, he probably won't hear this. It's fine. Um, okay. Okay. Wow. That's wild. Um, that's a great pickup for sure. Then. All right. All right. Did he come um, with the site? He did. He did come okay. with the site. Oh, you bought mm -hmm. his site. No, he so I saw the site and he oh. was already writing for the gaming site. And I was like, do you want to stay employed? He was like, absolutely. So I, I kind of just took him on. Sick, sick, sick. Wait, um, so, yeah, so wait, right. so and you said it's for when a game drops. So it's, it's based on a game, but is it based on multiple game of the same, like, for example, like Pokemon, where they have multiple games drop kind of thing, or is it like 
different games that drop under the same genre? There, so we are attacking it in a very, uh, it's a very simple strategy. So we're attacking games that are kind of like low to mid comp, but they're on the game pass. So they are the kind of like, for example, high on life. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a Rick and Morty game, pretty popular. Mm. There's like, gotcha. like, and I try to pay attention to stuff that, um, like game, the, the th hard thing about gaming is the life cycle of content. It's like two, three weeks and people have already forgotten about it. Mm. Mm. Um, but it's good because I can keep riding these waves of content on these smaller games while I build out a cluster for a bigger game. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's, uh, we, we've had so many people on with like gaming, uh, gaming, uh, game, gaming sites. That's crazy. Um, maybe I should start one. No, I, 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 I I've had multiple ones that got destroyed. So you're yeah. good, man. I'm just still, still looking at my wounds. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. Hopefully it goes well. Um, what's the revenue at? Can you talk on that or speak on that or no? It is at zero. Zero. Yeah. What about yeah. like sessions per day? Um, it is a, it's still baby site. Let me just, okay. figure, so I'm not bullshit because the guy who I bought the site from is probably list will listen to this. Oh, uh, <laughs> do I know him? Yes. Oh, what's um, up, man? <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. It's, it's still baby. We're doing like 300, 350 visits a day. That's solid. That's solid. That's yeah. great, man. Yeah. How are you going to monetize it though? Just display ads. Just display ads. But there is also an element of, uh, like e-com that I'm going to introduce to this when it gets big enough. Like walk through mm. book guides mm. or something. Yep. Yeah. Monetize like it. a Patreon, Hold like it. early access walkthroughs, all this kind of stuff. I'm so. into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. Yo, um, gonna gonna smash this uh what is it the topic back on track but i'm i'm so curious what's what's like the next thing for you because consulting is i don't want to say not scalable but if you let's say if you you can't take on another 20 clients right right mm -hmm. now you you can't um what if another 20 to 50 clients walk in through the door what are your next steps they're trying to throw money at you and like they're huge retainers like 5k a month like they're all coming at you at the same time yeah. Maybe after this podcast, I don't know. Um, but yeah, what what what, what do you do there? Well, Jackie, and then Jackie yeah. gives them affiliate commission. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> commission for fifty percent lifetime cut. Um, yeah. No, uh, but like, what what's like, what's your plan for this? Because like scaling, I, you, it's hard to scale when you're trading time for money. You're not doing that mm -hmm. necessarily because you have a retainer, but you know what I mean, right? You, you mm -hmm. have only so much time. Like, what's your plan here? Do you go full blown agency, or do you go? I don't even know what you do here. Do you go courses, you know, sell your soul, sell some courses. <laughs> I respect it, but like, what's the, yeah, what what's the, well, yeah, I need a LinkedIn yeah. course, bro. Um, but yeah. um, no, that's a, it's a good point. And it's a challenge that I've kind of dealt with already in a sense of when I hit my highest peak income as a consultant, I very quickly found out my limit as a person and how quickly that stuff burns you out. So, I've already come across it and I've already kind of dealt with it in a very, uh, non cool way. Like if, if, if I say if tomorrow, like 10 people came to me, they all had 10,000 pound or $10,000 a month retainers. I would simply pick the best ones that I want to work with and turn the others away. Um, mm. and in that sense, I'm very lucky because not you're able to every, do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not every freelancer has a big personal brand. Maybe they don't want to, cause they don't want to be, you know, engaging on social media all the time, but I can refer these people to other talented freelancers. Um, Yo, I'm right here. Just say my name. It's cool, man. Um, you don't need nothing. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, dude, we always need more, man. We're always trying to get clients. If you, if your clients ever need full service, let me know. We uh, pay lifetime. Uh, okay. Lifetime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, lifetime retainer or referrals. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you're, you're not looking to go full blown agency anytime soon. That's hurt you too much in the past. It's like a PTSD moment, right? Do you, I guess yeah. you still wake Are up. You trying to hire him, Jackie? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 because I would only ever go down the agency route is if I partnered with another SEO who was hey, and oh that. my Just gosh, say my, name. my name. <laughs> I don't know how this has turned into this. this is <laughs> a lot of collaboration podcast. This yeah. is the birth of the new agency. Yeah. yeah, I love it. But I think that's the only way that it makes sense for me is 
I would bring my client base into the agency. I would bring all of the kind of processes and tools and everything that I had <clears throat> and not have that operational role. Whereas the other kind of person I'd run the agency with could manage that and do that side of things. Mm -hmm. um, that would be the only way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, that's, that's, that's another pain point I have, but, um, what, how we set up the new agency was, uh, I didn't want to talk to clients. I hate talking to clients. You, you, you seem to do okay with client calls. I, I hate it so much. I'm awkward as hell, uh, especially when it's like a pitch. I don't even know how to pitch people. I'm just like, dude, I can do this. Trust me. Yeah. Like source is That's trust enough. me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, just trust me, I can do this. And like, we end up doing it, but that's not enough sometimes, you know, not yeah. enough to get people through the door. So like I, we ended up partnering, I ended up partnering with like a killer enterprise SaaS guy, like a straight killer, um, who will do account management and like, I don't want to hear from the client type of thing. Um, mm -hmm. and that's been going really well, man. Uh, excited Ooh. to see how that turns out, but operational side, it's still, um, I would actually give a suggestion if you were to ever want to expand here, it would be with besides like pitching myself in all seriousness, um, <laughs> is to like, if, if you were to hire, buy like a content site in the near future, hire the person you buy it from like full time, mm -hmm. if they need a job, there's a lot of people on Twitter who are actually very, very good at SEO who need a job, who, who just yeah. like, like want some more income. So I think that would be a good play to like hire and delegate. That's, that's like what I'm currently going through. And I, I wish I, could have done it sooner um you should look into that man that's the only yeah, way to sure. scale i think Delegation. no that is it's a it's a it's a very very <laughs> good point solid uh like <clears throat> i've been told that forever like grow delegate scale um so yeah like i'm just kind of fighting my own demons to do that i don't like i don't know if, if it's a th like if you guys have the same thing but giving up control of something that you know you can do very well to somebody yeah. who is an unknown is hard Yep, it is I hard. Really and <laughs> yeah, I think personally is you just have to understand that the result <clears throat> will, will never be as good as you want it to be because you know what you want it to be and you can't really convey the final result that well. But just know that it's good enough. I'm I'm yeah. I'm okay with good enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> um and maybe I just like we go through a back and forth with the person you're delegating to and then they'll eventually get it. It's it's like yeah. People aren't dumb as dumb as you expect them to be, especially when you hire like management people. It's like they're they're not actually dumb. So I think maybe yeah. just hire well, delegate, and iterate. I think I'm pretty bullish on that. And mm -hmm. if I were you, I'd do that, man. Instead yeah. of you know sending all the referrals to Jackie, it's weird. <laughs> I think. Or just combining well, the two into yeah. one mega agency. Yeah, one mega agency. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> What have, on that note, have you like, um, have you renamed the agency? Is it still the same name? Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're not, we haven't really launched it officially, but, um, yeah, the site's up, it's called version, um, okay. version.so. I love the .so domains nowadays, uh, because of all the startups that are popping up, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's up and running. Uh, we have a ton of calls booked. The, the guy's like, yo, maybe you should hop on the first couple. I'm like, fuck no. I'd rather nope. lose these clients than just hop on these calls. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty much I love how you're like, you'll die on that hill, man. That's <laughs> you're like, nope, I'm not getting on this call. No, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm so confident in like ranking sites. I'm just not confident. I just can't deal with like the sales part. I don't know, like mm -hmm. best practices. I don't want to, I don't know, sweet talk anyone to anything. It's just, I... I hate you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired, man. Just tired. I hate you. Yeah. I hate you, man. <laughs> yeah, this is like therapy session for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we really started this podcast. Yeah, this exactly. Is the agenda comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I think I guess we should wrap up before uh, uh, we run over time. But yeah, yo, I really appreciate you coming on today. Um, I think we, you know, there's enough pe SEO people in London that we should probably do a meetup when I'm there. Uh, for sure. Uh, I'll be there in May. James, you just come through, man. See yeah. what happens. Um, Dude, my baby will be like two months old if that. Okay, true. No, cancel that. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I'll, rep I'll represent bring, the bring everyone to Bring everyone to Austin. <laughs> it's like 12 people in London. We're all going to Austin, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll meet in person for sure. We'll do a meetup in London. Sorry, James. 
I'll, I'll you can you <laughs> can zoom me in or something like that. Yeah, yeah, zoom yeah, we'll zoom you in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever, um, dude, just go on YouTube. Go on YouTube. Go go and like. The also pod. review review on those platforms if you are listening on there. Yeah, review on the, those platforms. I don't even know. I couldn't figure it out. I tried to review our own podcast. Couldn't do it. So you have to look. If you guys, yeah, if you guys can figure that out, do it. But if you can't, <laughs> that's cool too. Just go to YouTube, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan, where can people find you? What's your at? I already plugged your LinkedIn, but it's Ryan Durrani, D A R A N I on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Um, what's what's your tw- tw- Twitter handle? I'm gonna go follow you right now. Actually, I just realized. Uh, Twitter is search for Ryan. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> okay. Easy, okay. nice and simple. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Yo, appreciate you ha- uh, having you on. No, it's good. Thank you, and I appreciate I appreciate you guys asking me to come on. No, cheers. All right. Chat soon, man. Thank Take you, guys. All bye. right. Bye. It's, uh... Me.